0: everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, my favorite thing to do is to spend time with Jesus. But if I'm being completely honest, sometimes I have a hard time explaining to him how I'm feeling. And sometimes I have a hard time hearing from him. Now I have found personally that having a good cup of coffee and a notebook has helped me. So I would like to welcome you to the Coffee and Jesus podcast. Now, in this community, we will spend time together by reading the Bible, asking questions, challenging ourselves, and celebrating our victories. I'm your host, Jamie Crozier. I am a full-time pastor, a wife, a mother, and friend. My life is crazy busy. I have learned that my coffee time with Jesus helps me to relax, focus, and most importantly, to love others. So grab a cup of coffee, and even a notebook if you would like. And let's spend some time together. This is the Coffee and Jesus podcast. We are starting a new segment called Ask Me Anything. And so you can literally ask me anything. It's all anonymous. And I guarantee if you are thinking it, or if you're asking it, so are others. So there's a link in the description as well as a link in our Facebook group. And it's it's just an anonymous Google form. So you can submit a question and even I will not know that it was from you. Now, If you ask me how to cook something, I probably won't be much help. (laughs) But as a full-time pastor, I would love to hear your questions about church and faith. I also welcome questions about marriage, uh, love after affairs, questions about communication, and even personal growth. And so with that, let's start with today's question. This was an anonymous question that we received, and it said, Why don't people ask for prayer in church? Now, to be honest, each of us are unique, and we each have our own reasons why we do or don't do something. So the answers here could really be endless, and it could take hours and hours to talk about. So today, I really just want to hit on three reasons people don't ask for prayer in church. To give you some context, many churches offer a prayer time or a ministry time during their services. Some of them ask people to come to the altar for prayer. Some churches let people come and pray on their own, and some churches have people that will pray with you. Some churches do the prayer time differently, like maybe you only pray with the minister at a set time outside of services, or the prayer time is only for confession. Each church is different, and that is okay. Today I'm talking about churches that offer prayer time or ministry time during their services, where you have an opportunity to come to the front or come to a particular place or to the altar to pray with someone. I know that at any given time, every person in these services has at least 100 things they could use prayer for. So why is it that there isn't a mad rush to the prayer line? To me, it all boils down to fear. The fear of judgment, the fear of gossip, and the fear of truth. Now, I have experienced and continue to experience all of these. So if you resonate with anything that you hear me talking about today, just know I am in the same boat as you. Let's talk about the fear of judgment. Let's say there was this sermon and it was about cheating or a sermon about giving your life to Christ or a sermon about generosity, you name it. If you go to the front, everyone is going to think that you're a cheater or you're a sinner, or you're stingy, or you are whatever that thing is that the pastor was talking about. (laughs) And even if the sermon wasn't about any of those things, if you go to the front, everyone is going to think you're messed up. What did her husband do now? I bet her kid got arrested again. He's probably confessing about his drinking problem. We've all seen him at the bar. Only people who have hit rock bottom go to the front for prayer, right? Okay, here's the fact. Either people are thinking these things or they aren't. Let's say they are. I want you to picture the person or the type of person in your mind that you think is thinking these things about you if you go to the front for prayer. So you got them pictured? Okay, now what do you think their life is like? If you think it's perfect, you are 100% wrong no one's life is perfect. And if someone thinks their life is perfect, then they have bigger problems than the ones that you need prayer for. The people who actually think these things have their own problems. The difference between you and them is that you are getting prayer and support, and they are not. I want you to think again about these people. Think again about the type of person who might think these things about you or, or other people if they come up for prayer, the people who, who, you know, judge others, you got them back in your mind. Okay. Now I can guarantee you that actually less than 50% of these are actually judging you. They're not thinking about you at all. Either they have their own issues to think about, or they're just happy for you and inspired that you are getting prayer. Now, I'm going to say something kind of strong here, and I just, I mean it with love. Okay, guys, I mean this with so much love. Are you ready for it? People are not thinking about you. They just aren't. I can't tell you how many times someone has said something to me like, well, I'm sure you've heard about my fill in the blank, whatever it is, I'm sure you've heard about my separation, or I'm sure you've heard about my kid being suspended from school, or I'm sure you heard about my latest test results. The list goes on. And sometimes I feel bad when I say like, I really have no idea what you're talking about. Sometimes I feel like maybe I should have known. But most of the time, I don't know, I I have no clue what they're talking about. And when I tell them that, The resounding response I hear is, oh, I thought for sure people were talking about it. Well, they weren't. They aren't. People are not talking about you. They are not judging you. They have enough going on in their own lives, or they are actually just good people. Let's give people the benefit of the doubt, okay? But what about the people that are? (laughs) So yes, I I will agree that some are, there is that small percentage of people who are judging you and uh, they're judging you for getting prayer and they are assuming the worst. And my question to you is, so what, what if today, what if Sunday is the day that God wants to encounter your life and give you freedom? Are you really going to miss out on that because so-and-so is going to judge you for walking up to the prayer line for ministry? Really? Why would we give anyone that kind of power over us? Now, I know when we really think about it, it sounds silly. But in the moment, this fear of judgment is real. It's so real that it paralyzes us. I've been there. My heart is pounding. I know I need prayer, and the preacher practically called my number out without even knowing it, but someone super glued my feet to the ground. <laughs> I can't move them if I've tried. I've been there. In those moments, I want you to think about the girl on the other side of the room who really needs prayer for her addiction, and today is her day for freedom, but she's scared to be the first one to go to the ministry line. Go for her. Or think of the man in the back of the room who is ready to propose to his girlfriend, and he really wants someone to pray with him for courage and to be a good husband, but he doesn't want people to think that he's going up for something else, and he's thinking, man, if only someone else would go too. Go for him. Think of the 90% of the people who will genuinely smile as you go up for prayer because inside they're cheering you on and they're praying for you in their hearts. Think of the freedom and the breakthrough that God has for you and the power of prayer go for you. So the fear of judgment can keep us from getting prayer at church. And we also have a fear of gossip. I think this is especially true when churches offer a prayer line with a team of people who can pray with you. And you're not just praying with the minister, but like ordinary people, because everyone knows that the minister would never gossip, but ordinary people will, right? (laughs) I'm being sarcastic. Okay, so here's the truth. Everyone is capable of gossip. It doesn't matter if you tell the minister, if you tell the person on the prayer line, or if you tell the Pope himself. Everyone is capable of gossip. Now, my hope is that churches communicate regularly with their prayer team and their ministers about the importance of confidentiality. But even if they do, gossip may still happen. However, I do wanna say it doesn't happen as much as you think. Here again, let's give people the benefit of the doubt before we ourselves judge them. I want to tell you two true stories without breaking confidentiality. One time, a good friend of mine came up to me one day and gave me an update. It was an update to a situation that I knew nothing about. Then she told me that she just assumed that because she had gone up to prayer for this uh, the other week, that I would know about it as a pastor. But it was my pleasure to let her know that I didn't know anything about it and that people don't even tell the pastors what is discussed on the prayer line unless they have asked permission first. I was super proud of our prayer team that day. Here's another story. I had someone meet with me to let me know that they were leaving the church. And the reason was because they had prayed with someone in confidence and the person told me what happened. I was so confused. So I I asked for more information. And they told me that at ministry time at church, I went on the stage and I had said something that I felt God was highlighting to me. I said, I felt like someone in the room is struggling with this certain thing, and that God wanted breakthrough for you today. It was the exact thing that this person had prayed about with someone else. Now, I was super excited to tell her that I really had no previous idea. I did not no, this was something that she was struggling with. I didn't know that she had prayed with someone about it. But that is how much that God loved her. God loved her so much that God would place that exact situation on my heart to let her know that he was running after her. He was trying to reach her and he wanted to heal her. She didn't believe me. I was so sad. But at the same time, again, proud of our team for their confidentiality and super excited also because then I knew I had really heard from the Lord. Will someone that you pray with talk about what you prayed for? Well, either they will or they won't. I'm assuming that 99% of the people on prayer teams genuinely just want to pray for you and with you and will not intentionally share anything that you pray about. The 1% that might, again, let me ask you the question, so what? What if today, what if that Sunday is the day that God wants to encounter your life and give you freedom? Are you really going to miss out on that? Because someone might tell someone else what you came up for prayer for, really? Again, my question is, why would we give anyone that kind of power over us? The last fear I want to talk about today is the fear of truth. Now, this is a biggie and one that I know I struggle with. This is when we know the right thing to do deep down in our hearts, but we don't want to do it and we don't want to have anyone else tell us that we should do it. (laughs) Here's a real example for me. I didn't get prayer when I felt really stressed out because I knew that I was too busy and I had the fear that the person praying for me was going to tell me that I need to take something off my plate and I'm just not ready to do that. Yeah, that was me just last month. And this was me 13 years ago. I didn't go out for prayer about my failing marriage because it wasn't a secret that I had a boyfriend and I wanted prayer, but I didn't want to hear the truth about my actions or my choices. So there's a few things I want to tackle here about the fear of truth. First, it isn't actually the responsibility of the person praying for you to give you advice or to point out flaws. There's a difference between hearing wisdom from God and praying it over you versus simply pointing out our flaws and giving us personal advice. If you're in a situation where you know you are making poor choices, you can simply ask the person to pray for you to make better choices. You don't even have to tell them what you're doing. Uh, Maybe ask them to come alongside you and pray for things like strength, wisdom, endurance, and forgiveness. Second, Sometimes people aren't making great choices and they don't even know it for whatever reason. They're, they're blind to their choices. They genuinely don't think they're doing anything wrong. But if you know you're making poor choices, I think you're more accountable to them. And where there is more accountability, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, or you can make a change. And both have greater impact for you than the people who don't even know they're making poor choices. When you know you're making a poor choice and you keep making that choice, I think the consequences are greater. But on the flip side, when you know you're making a poor choice and you walk in front of the congregation to the ministry line for prayer, you are spitting in the devil's face and the love and grace of God will be poured out so generously in your life. You will be completely amazed. So do not let the fear of truth steal the grace that God has for you. So we've talked about three fears that keep us from getting prayer at church. The fear of judgment, the fear of gossip, and the fear of truth. But I also want to leave you with a suggestion. Get prayer for good things. Celebrate what God is doing in your life. Just like I pointed out earlier that we all have 100 things we need prayer for. We also have 100 things that we can thank God for today. We should be praying with our brothers and our sisters, not just for the things we need, but in gratitude for the things we have. If we all made it a habit of getting prayer in celebrations, I believe that these three fears we talked about today will be overcome by so many people. People will see what God has done and they don't want to miss out on it. Now that's the kind of FOMO I can be okay with. As we close today, I just want to say thanks to the person who sent in this question. It really did give me some things to think about, and it also helped me look at my own prayer life. This podcast episode inspired me to take seriously the call that God has given me to pray for others, and it encouraged me to get prayer more often. I hope that it's done the same for you. If you know someone who has their own fears, maybe, about receiving prayer at church, would you share this podcast with them? I would also love to hear if you think there are other reasons why maybe people don't go up to the front to get prayer. You can continue this conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Coffee and Jesus to find us. And before you go on to the next podcast in your playlist, I would love for you to think about your own questions. There's a link in this description and I'll post it in our Facebook group. But you can anonymously ask your question there in that form. And we might just use it as a podcast topic. Thanks for being here today. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'm Jamie Crozier, and this has been the Coffee and Jesus Podcast.